My name is Lola Puzzle, and this is Media Delta. It's December, uh, at least when you're hearing this. Um, and uh, December is a perfect opportunity for, you know, there's a special kind of uh, thing that you tend to watch in December. And um, yeah, we're, uh, of course, going to be doing that for Media Delta. And by that, I mean uh, taking a look at Mongi UK dubs. Yeah, my favorite part of yeah. December, November 18th. Yes. Yep. I mean, when the when you know people are listening to this, it will be December something. I think it was December. December. It's November uh, and it was 65 degrees out and I had both my windows open the entire day. It mm-hmm. was freezing out today and I didn't wear a jacket like an idiot. But um uh, yes. Younger UK. Yes. Yeah. Um so rather than do a standard thing that we you know, do for Christmas uh, or like the holiday season. Uh, I decided to do a trio of something uh, and this in I had a poll on my server and the thing that won that people didn't know quite what it was, uh, was taking a look at things that are by Manga UK because, well, I'm not even saying uh, Manga UK. There is more looking at a very specific uh time frame of anime, specifically English anime or English language anime, um, because the early 90s were pretty much right when um, anime started to come out over here in more bulk. Uh, There's obviously been releases before, you know, like probably early mid 90s, but uh, that was when uh, you had things like Manga UK and like a few other smaller uh, things that were bringing over kind of things like, you know, um, the Slayers technically would be like later in that genre, but uh, or later in that kind of period. But um, Manga UK was one of the biggest. Um, I don't know if they were one of the biggest, but they were one of the more notable um, uh, publishers slash translators of you know, anime and such. And they did a lot of stuff in a very weird time. Span. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is that the nineties were the nineties and that meant that things, um, if you especially think about comics of the nineties, that was the dark edgy phase or th- that was when a lot of dark edgy stuff was happening which kind of got reflected in the kind of things that got brought over here. Um, for example, uh, what we were talking about today, uh, which is a OVA series called Cyber City 08808, which is a great name because it's just really fun to say. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's great when you watch it, like multiple people that we were watching this were like, oh, this is, yeah, this lo- lo- definitely looks like an anime from the 80s, but it was from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, this is part of generally there is a kind of sort of trio slash quad uh, quad of OVAs that uh, are well known for being of this particular type. Um, Cyber City 08808, uh, Wicked City, uh, Goku Midnight Eye, which we'll be looking at later on this December. Um, and. 
And Demon Sage Shinjuku is, yeah. That's another one. Angel Cop. Angel Cop's also in there, which thankfully uh, the English one fixed. The English dub fixes something about that one. You could also argue that Bubblegum Crisis is part of that, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bubblegum Crisis has the uh, distinction, though, of actually being quality. Both new and old Bubblegum Crisis is the funny thing. Yes. But again, uh, Bubblegum Crisis is actually quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, there is actual... Not the but we'll get into this, but there is a a charm to this, so to speak. A trashiness. Yes. Um, so before we kind of get into our impressions, uh, I was not the only one who watched this, so please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Axe, and I am a vampire. Hi, I'm Carvel, and I've got the bomb collars. Why do they make these? Hi, I'm Risen, and I wouldn't recognize a goddamn podcast if it jumped up and bit me on the end of my fucking dick. It's beautiful. Hi, I'm Torpid Typist, and me being here still won't take any time off of my long 300-year prison sentence. Yes, your cyber sentence and cyber jail and cyber yeah, future. because I'm a cyber criminal working for the cyber police. Look, it's in, in the city of Oedo. Cyber Tokyo. Yo, it's Oedo. God. Oedo. Cyber City Oedo. This is actually just a Japanese version of Cops. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the animated series. You need to specify yeah, the animated yeah, so this, series. This is, the, this is a Japanese version of C.O.P.S. Mm-hmm. Fighting crime in the future times. God. Exactly. Uh, God. Um, Wait, what was... What, I love backronyms. The Central Organization of Police Specialists. That show sucks. It was yeah. so fucking terrible. But either way, uh, this was not. Uh, yeah, so to kind of give a brief synopsis of what this thing is, um, the show focuses on a trio of cyber criminals, um, that are serving like multiple life sentences, uh, and they're given or they're basically saying, hey, uh, if you you can either sit here in jail or you can help, uh, the cyber cops with, uh, dirtier tasks and each time you do it correctly, you'll get time taken off your sentence. Except you usually don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, oh, you didn't do it as specifically how I wanted it. You might have saved the day, but you didn't do it as I ordered. Which you pro- asked your commanding first. officer, so you don't actually get any time shaved off your 300-year sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Oh, Benton, you may have saved the whole city, but you didn't say hello to that one woman you passed on the street, so you've got 200 more years on your cybercrime record. Yeah. Um. Um. Many officers, the sleaziest looking motherfucker outside of some of the villains. Yeah. His hair is like grease to hell and back. Yeah. Yeah. He reminded me of the commanding officer from uh, Area 88, except if he was a douchebag. Yeah. Um, Basically. But yeah, Um, I think we probably should just kind of dive straight into impressions for this one. So does anyone in particular want to go first? Um, Sure. All right. Uh, General impressions. Uh, I liked it. I think it's neat. I obviously the manga UK dubbers took a very uh, liberal interpretation, but I think it probably made it more interesting overall. Um, 
the subtitles that we were using was very more literal and they were kind of boring for it. Yeah, uh, they don't call anyone shitwit. Yeah, they do not call anyone shitwit, dumbass, or anything. It's kind of boring. Um, the relationship between the cyber criminals, their little robot helper, and their commanding officer seemed a lot more tame and everything, whereas you could definitely feel in the uh, dubbed that they are much more hostile to each other. They're much more hostile in general. Yeah. Um, like, everyone is swearing. It's constant. It's kind of funny. Because um, you always want to know what combination of swears they're going to, like, come up with next. And so you just want to keep watching. Um... Also, like all things considered, this is definitely one of the better looking ones from around this time. Um, yeah, I actually found out why because I was looking what? up on Wikipedia. Um, I was like, yeah, because this looks really good, and it's like, oh, looking at studio, yeah, this was Madhouse. There yeah, yeah, that explains it. Um, the characters are all very distinct and everything. Um, even though though they're all swearing, they have their own mannerisms and everything. Like, um. The way that Shingoku swears is different from the way that Gogol swears, which is different from the way that Benton swears. Shingoku really likes saying shit wit. Yeah, that's his like catchphrase. He's like, I'm gonna bust you shit wit, because I'm a cyber cop and everyone cheers. Um but no, um I thought it was a very interesting take on Cyberpunk. It was a I'd say maybe a little mystical. Um, Cause there's the vampire virus. Yeah. There's a vampire virus. There's, um, Esper shit. A, yeah. A telepathic cyborg, super soldier. Um, there's basically a data lich in the first, uh, episode. Yeah. It's all interesting stuff. Yeah. You would like that as a 40 K lover, wouldn't you? Mm hmm. I have a taste. Don't worry about it. <laughs> also okay um so i just happened because i was looking at something in the background and i happened to go into the japanese page for this show mm. uh, oedo is an acronym as <laughs> it turns out oh uh it is a it, this is google translate giving it to wait is it no okay so it's actually in english so uh oedo which is oriental electric darwinism oasis <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's amazing. It was the nineties. Mm-hmm. It was the nineties. Um That's amazing, yeah. Yeah, it's great because it's I'm looking at the page and like Google just gives it to me in English because like it's Chrome, so it just auto-translates. And I'm like, oh, that mm -hmm. has to be Google Translate. No, that's like the one thing on this page that's in English. Look, man, it's it's just to it's Cyber Tokyo. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's even got Edo in the name. Yep, Cyber Tokyo with a couple extra space elevators. Yeah, it's a single space elevator, and also a giant building that pierces the heavens. Oh yeah, that's right. The space elevator is separate from the building that pierces the heavens. Because they have the elevator to the medical facility in the third one, right? But that's separate from the building in the first one. That should not be standing anymore. 
I know it completely separated from the foundation, but it's fine. They righted it. Mm-hmm. They turned the gyro back on. It's all fine, everybody. Don't worry about it. Um, I do think that the villains were interesting. Um, the villain in the first one had like contingency plans and contingency plans and everything. You know, it wasn't just that he turned off the gyroscope, you know, protecting the building. He was also going to shoot a space laser at it, too. He also did it because he was incredibly fucking petty. Yeah. To be fair. He did get murdered, it's true. He did get murdered, yeah. But yeah, no, it's great. He was willing to level the city, kill thousands upon thousands of people, just so he could kill the dude who killed him. Mm Mm-hmm. Dude who killed him because the guy was a genius. The dude who killed him felt like he was falling behind and could never shine in his shadow. Mm-hmm. The dangers of uh, I don't know. Would that technically be imposter syndrome? No, it's uh, inferiority yeah, complex. Yeah, that's definitely inferiority. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I think that covers my general takes. All right. Um. Anyone want to go next? I can go next. All right. So Cyber City 808, to clarify, is an OVA of three episodes, each of which are like, what, 40 minutes long? Uh, I think the first one's slightly longer than the others. But 40, yes. 45, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're all separate stories, and they're all basically highlight one specific character, the first one being Sengoku, which is weird because it's the only one that isn't a personal story. And then the other one, the second episode is, is Gogol, which is spelled Goggle, I might ask. I I imagine I wonder if that has to be like a transliteration I think it's a translation thing. Well, mm-hmm. I was wondering if it's supposed to be like Google, like the no. like the, the subtitles call them go- goggles. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it just may be the way. Oh, they, right, they yeah. Translate it from Japanese. Oh, get, yes, way. that makes sense. And the third one was about Benton. Uh, mm-hmm. Each of the characters is their own breed of edge lord. Though Google, the giant one with huge scars a mohawk and sweet cyber goggles is actually like the most grounded Mm -hmm. and relatively chill and also the smartest one of the three he is the fucking shit hot hacker compared to sengoku who is nothing but muscle and shittery and benton who is also nothing but muscle but tries to hide it uh the best way to describe Benton is a Sailor Moon villain. Yeah. yeah. Though he looks yeah, like he out. belongs in a fucking visual K-band. That too. Mm-hmm. But uh, also he's voiced by Solaire from he Dark is voiced, Yeah, He is voiced by Daniel Flynn, who did was in a number of these uh, in these um, ancient anime manga UK. Look, man, there's like five actors in the UK, okay? Like five voice actors. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. They take what they can get. Yeah, apparently it was also in a number of uh, uh, British TV shows, like live mm-hmm. action TV shows. Yep. Yeah, it sounds right. But His yeah, brother so, also was in Game of Thrones. But yeah, so they each have their own distinct personalities. Uh, Benton is actually slightly more subdued with his swearing than the other two. It's kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Sengoku is definitely the, the most hot-headed of the group, far and away. Him and his big fucking gun. His huge goddamn gun. revolver. Whereas Gogol is a shit hot hacker, and then Benton uses wire. Mm. Monofilament. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's 
it's like shatter post shatter run so yes monofilament wire it's straight monofil- it even comes out of the ring and everything yeah no it's great no this is post neuromancer you can all right neuromancer yes don't give shatter run any credit for anything it didn't do this is true but yeah so the show itself is it's pretty standard fare uh plot wise mm-hmm. as far as those sorts of things go it's it's not gonna knock your socks off, but it is a fun journey the whole way. And I I do agree with Risen. I think the manga UK dub is fucking intensely crass as it is in utterly like completely littered with swears. Which I mean, I have no room to talk. Uh, Same. I think that gave it a bit of texture, honestly, that it wouldn't otherwise have. It definitely I think lent to the characters a bit more. It made them feel you know mm-hmm. a bit more gruff and a bit more. Uh, and tag it like more anti-hero than they did before uh but yeah i i think it's it's i think it's really fun um the first one covers the cyber lich the second episode covers a secret military project that is in fact some esper bullshit and then the third episode is just yeah it's about uh, future vampires but it's not mm-hmm. actually a vampire it's just a virus that increases one's latent psychic powers it also stops blood production, so they need to drink it? Drink the blood. Instead of, you know, getting it intravenously, but, you know, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. It's, it's sweet cyber vampires. And it's it's all pretty... It's got a powerful aesthetic the whole way through that really sticks by, which is pretty evocative of, like, the rest of these sorts of things from around the time, but I still quite enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I will forever have, like, a soft spot for this, like, special breed of sort of trashy anime. So that's that's basically that's that's how I've always felt about it though. Like I enjoy this sort of thing. I don't know why. Just have a soft spot, even if it's before my time. But yeah. So the characters are fun. Um, it's pretty standard cyberpunk fare, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. And I, I think it was pretty fun overall. It also looked once again pretty good. Uh, each of the characters were distinct. They had their own distinct silhouettes too, which is actually very important. Uh. And they all had their own color schemes, too. Like, they all had their own separate palettes as well that helped separate. Like, there was actually a surprisingly decent character design that went into this, in my opinion. Like, design sense, I should say. And I I thought that also helped lend to the characters. But overall, yeah, I I would say it was a very fun, enjoyable experience. And uh, Mm -hmm. I'm glad this was my second time watching it. (laughs) All right. Um, Anyone else want to go next? I'll go. So, yeah, this is my second time watching it as well. I thoroughly enjoy this because it's just, it very much, at least the dub, understands that this is what it is and doesn't try to do those high reaches for things that it know it's not going to. So, it at least admits that it's going to just, time to go for a good, just fun ride. It's pure schlock and it revels in it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I enjoyed that aspect of it, and additionally, I kind of also agree just seeing the, like, I'm sure there's a bunch of, like, us reading subtitles thus doesn't give us some of the clarity of things, but, like, uh, yeah, the the Manga UK dub is certainly more memorable and interesting just because it, again, creates a kind of character to it. But most of what I, most of my general impressions have already been said, so I'll stop there for la- later. All right. Um, I think, uh, actually, I think we're the, uh, think, uh, you're next up. Um, all right. Well, uh, so I, I'm, I'm conflicted on this because 
on one hand, I see the I see the memes. I see some because I've seen a couple of these, these memes floating around. So you know, seeing where they come from, it's it's kind of inter- interesting. At the same time, I kind of have a hard limit on just how much swearing I can take before I just completely lose interest. Um, like the amount of swearing this is so over the top and so excessive that it kind of starts off a little bit, you know, trashy kind of, you know, like, um, and then it just, I don't know. It's, 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 it's like, what if Lewis black, but like not funny, if that makes sense. Cause he curses a lot. And I don't know. It's just, I'm trying not to get too hung up on the dub. I think the dub was really poor. And aside from the few funny, memeable moments, I thought it was absolute a garbage fire, uh, and I didn't particularly like it at all. So I guess I'm kind of on the outside on that one. Um, but at the same time, I like the idea—the uh, idea that there's these criminals, and to take time off of their sentence, they've got to, you know, capture other criminals and stop crimes, and usually the... kill them, usually murder yeah. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, I mean, the, the intent is still there and it's still like, and the, the plots are interesting. It's not just, okay, I'm going to bomb this plant and that'll show them. No, a lot of these plots that get a little, they do, they have these intricacies to them. The first, I think the first one was the, um, the, uh, psychic, uh, robot soldiers. That was the second. That was yeah. the second. Okay. Cause then those two episodes apparently bled together for me. Uh, yeah, no, the first one was the hacker who became a cyber lich. Okay. Uh, they were, we both, it was, yeah, because there wasn't a good split between the two episodes. Yeah. Which I, isn't I, a big deal. But, I mean, all three episodes were interesting. Their plots were interesting. There was a lot of more depth to the plots uh, than I was expecting. The animation quality was actually pretty good. And, um... It was real fun yeah, the I mean, they cut the cell. Mm-hmm. Oh, there. Yeah. Uh, well, because, yeah, because there was what? When was the thing where there was like it was very clear that they just did. Oh, right. Because that guy's head came off. Yeah. Really weird. Kind mm-hmm. of. Which made me think of uh, Golgo. And I was like, yeah. well, at least they didn't shove a grenade in there. Actually, it's oh. funny that you mentioned Golgo because uh, it was surprisingly like not super sexual. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was something that, like, because the thing is, is that especially when we get to Goku Midnight Eye, and it's a theme that's with a lot more of these particular things, um, especially if you think of things like Ninja Scroll, which is almost outside of this thing getting really close to porn, but that's mm-hmm. just how that one was. This is the um, same director as Ninja Scroll, so. Okay, also, you're misremembering Ninja Scroll because believe me, it's. It goes Not as much that. as you think. It's also very bad, though, in different ways. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, um, um, this, this show was very much not... Uh, there was nothing really really overtly sexual. Uh, Benton was the one with the wire, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That character on their own had this kind of like... There's definitely a sexual energy about the character... But it wasn't one that was forced upon anyone, and it wasn't really something that they really um, did anything with. It was just purely a sexual aesthetic. Um, right. 
but they they did very good with it. I mean, the the characters' and movements were very you know nimble and, and quick, and the even the weapon they use is, is essentially a type of garret, which is an extremely um extremely intimate way to kill someone is with uh, with a garret. So the way the characters designed and all the themes around them, I found very interesting. Uh, I will say too that the, the most sexual thing that happens is at one time Benton is running around the city asking people about uh, uh, the, the vampire. Uh, mm-hmm. In at one point he talks to a sex worker who who's just topless for some reason, but you never actually see full frontal or anything. Mm-hmm. And she's straight up like, "You want to have a time together? You look pretty cute." And he's like, "Nah," just fucking leaves. Um. Yep. Especially there is a character design, especially in the episode, uh, episode three, um, that it was actually giving me a little bit of uh, Space Cobra vibes. Yeah, uh, that oh, one's yes, her. Yeah, that show like Space Cobra is incredibly sexually charged, um, but it's done in a way that it's not super skeevy, uh, which this is a much toned down version of that. I mean, her aesthetic was like a cross between fucking Cobra and Dirty Pair and also a bit of like Fist of the North Star thrown in for fun. Yeah. yeah. Her lack of a pant leg was pretty funny, yeah. But overall, I mean, if you put the dub, dub aside and you just listen to like the regular Japanese version, I think it would be a lot better. Um, I just, I, like I said, I I just feel... The dub was a little too infantile for me. Um, not that. So that, to to clarify, cursing doesn't make someone infantile, but there's like a line for me where at a certain point you've done it so much in such a short space of time, that's when it kind of feels infantile to me because it's not being me. used. Hmm? Nothing. Nothing. Go on. Mm-hmm. No. Go ahead. No. No. I just said the baby is me. <laughs> well, yeah, I am Maybe. thinking about you in this regard because I know you, well, we all know you, you curse a lot, but like your method of cursing isn't saying fuck every sentence. Like there's no. a, there's a, a, a beat to the, to when you say a swear. It's, it has purpose, it has meaning. And the way that this dub was done is this was oh, just literally every sentence. Stop, just walls of cusses. Mm-hmm. I will say uh, to, to also back you up. The translation is bad. It's it's yeah. very. Bad. It is. It is incredibly unfaithful. Mm-hmm. And it's a like, shame because it, it it is such a sticking point. But I don't feel it overshadows the show's good points, the interesting characters, the different palettes that they use for the characters to keep them, you know, distinguished from one another. Their styles of combat their approaches to different situations um all the characters have unique just they're just all unique and it's it is a very well drawn and well written series it just falters under some really bad translation and extremely awful uh dubbing that's what i got yeah um that was very much uh as i kind of mentioned earlier uh that's kind of that was mangi uk's kind of major like claim to fame it's it's that problem of uh this was all even like even as comparison to video like in a video game sense 
Uh, this was that time where localization was not there weren't any like real standout case studies of how to do a really good localization. Um, and I th think one of the things about why they might have done that was to prevent the thing of um, because I'm just trying to think about how this would have been distributed because per potentially the adding the extra because this is also right around like there weren't a whole lot of quote unquote adult animation at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the fact that just this is right when anime was coming over. So the additional fanny could have been there to act as a um, just another th a thing to put on there to say, hey, this is not for children. Don't rent this. Don't see that. Oh, it's a cartoon. Think that it goes for your kid. No, this is not a kid's show at all. Um, uh, that and also, as I mentioned, this was the 90s. So that was just another thing in vogue. Um, I mean, there's also the case of like, uh, compared to video games, there's also uh, working designs. Yes, was a pretty famous one that like a lot of people were like, ah, translation was really good. But actually, in hindsight, the translations were kind of not very good at all. Mm -hmm. uh, and they would straight up swap out a lot of dialogue. But it's it's different standards for a different time when translation work was a lot more, put it kindly, dodgy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, that being said, uh, I think this is a pretty decent, uh, little OVA. Um, I don't know if this was meant to be a series. Like I know some of these OVAs kind of tend to be like, they're kind of acting as glorified pilots. Uh, this is a good little set of episodes. Uh, doesn't wear out. It's welcome. Uh, I, I'm, I don't really have anything specific to say about it. It does look very good. Um, the artist who are the designer for this show, uh, who is one Juzo Mitsuki, um, does have previous work, uh, especially as a mechanical supervisor. He actually did the um, I, I'm guessing he was mechanical supervisor, according to be uh, for a show called Genesis Climber Mos Beta, uh, which if you are familiar with um, uh, particular mecha anime, you might recognize that show that that was one of the three shows that uh, was compiled as uh, Robotech over here. Mm -hmm. uh, a very notable, um, considering that's in the same three as Macross was, uh, a very well done, uh, especially for, well, for the time, um, mecha show. And he's done a few other things, but nothing really stand out other than uh, Mos Peta. Um, uh, I, I also do want to say one other thing, uh, going back to what I said before about translations. That doesn't mean it's acceptable, because like, to to talk about actually even similar genre, Animego did a fucking incredible job with Bubblegum Crisis, and yes. I cannot emphasize that enough. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Animego was the other major uh, anime distributor at the time, um, but yeah, brought over uh, Bubblegum Crisis. Um, stuff like because like they brought this is the same. I believe that Cyber City must have I believe came out mid 90s and then um, stuff that Anime Ego was bringing out, uh, which they, they brought over Yuritsai Yuritsura around this time, uh, Bubblegum Crisis and Crash, Writing Bean. 
Um, oh my goddess! Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh my yeah, God. I I keep on forgetting that that thing exists. Yeah, um, they they did a lot of good work, and it's just interesting to compare them to this, uh, which mm-hmm. is very very much a different approach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, the working designs is a really good comparison. Um, with the exception of uh, this one, no, don't not to use certain slurs. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't really like slur um, usage. It was just, except for maybe like one, I think. I I don't remember any particular. The one thing that was really weird, and I think this is the problem of a Japanese designer using English in a way that's not oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So that wasn't, that wasn't uh manga UK's y- fault. Yeah. So, now. Mm-hmm. so yes. Uh, so there is, so when they introduce characters a lot, they get, have a very kind of set splash screen for the characters. Uh, individual and, profiles, but that also yeah. lists heritage. Yes. It lists mm-hmm. heritage and like what their genetic makeup is. And some of the terms that are there are archaic, to say the least. Yeah. Dated is a very kind way of putting it, yes. But once again, that was... I feel like that was the Japanese not that, quite understanding it. Yes, that is very much a... You technically... You tried to find a particular term in a very old dictionary, and, or translation dictionary, and it it set you down bad paths. Yep. Oh, yeah. no. no. Uh, forensic science still uses these terms. Yeah. Sometimes. No, it's it's still bad. Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. good. It's not, you know, or anything. It's just, no, this isn't archaic. This is still terms that, the, you know, people use today, unfortunately. I mean, yes, but their mistake is looking something up and not having context, whereas the yeah. forensic scientists should know better. The forensic science is maybe a racist. Yeah, but as I was saying, it is surprising that there's actually no real slurs in it. It's just a lot yeah. of like fucking shit and combinations thereof. Shit wit, yeah. It's actually kind of surprising. Like they don't even drop like the R word or anything. No. Yeah. Which is pretty common around that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of uh working designs. Yep. Yeah. I don't think anyone um uh, yeah, really questions Benton and his uh Bishi appearance yeah. either. Uh, that is one thing I was kind of thinking of in the background is that I'm very surprised that um, there was one that like there was a line that was like almost kind of going there. But even then, that one wasn't even like that one wasn't like it didn't go that direction, which is surprising. Mm-hmm. But yes. Um, does anyone have any other things they'd want to kind of say about it? Um. um so I do have one because I'm looking at the chart and there's one thing I do want to point out. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you have photophobia, um, oh, God, uh, yes. yeah, there is a lot of flashing. It's, yeah. it's a fucking bad habit from around this time where a lot of animes in particular would use like quick, rapid strobing, like flashing lights for screens to denote that they are, you know, CRTs and the like. In just mm-hmm. computer screens, and it's bad. Yep. It's I I straight up had to look away because I was getting a headache at points. So yeah, yeah, that is something mm-hmm. to note. Is uh, there is a big flashing light problem in that show, like real big. Just remember, poor 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 Egon took the shot for Pikachu, but Pikachu, yep. yeah, 
change the industry. We should ban Pikachu. Shit Pokemon oh. and many kids to the hospital. All it took was 800 children going to the hospital for there to be a huge shift in the way they handle flashing lights in anime. Yeah. A small price to pay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay, did anyone have anything else? No, not really. Nope. Yeah, I said my piece. Actually got anything? Nah, I'm good. All right. Okay, so let's go ahead and rank this. So we're going to rank this using our normal 1 to 21 scale, uh, with 1 being absolute mastercraft, can't very hard to get any better, uh, to 21, which is um, very not great, uh, very little. You could even get out of it, even in an ironic sense. So, uh, X, where would you put this on our scale? 8 or 9. All right. Uh, Carnival? 7 or 8. All right. Prison. Um, I think eight or nine. You know, I think I'd probably watch, you know, this on the same level as Area 88 or something. Yeah. All right, Torpo. Uh, let me look at the list quick. Can I? Goddamn people yelling. Um, I would. I was thinking maybe like six or seven, personally. Six or seven. Like it's not it's not gonna blow your mind, it's nothing exceptional, but it's a fun ride. Mm-hmm. I get, yeah. yeah. I could see seven. Yeah, um, I could see being on par with like Space Cobra. Mm-hmm. Ye- yeah. Well, that's six. Yeah. I, so, I said six or seven. Uh, yeah. Um hmm. I would watch this before Neck Arcade. Yeah, uh yeah, because I didn't have a real good like place the, the blue i think would be a good section which is seven eight nine um since it's the kind of the number that kind of showed up the most often let's look at eight uh start yeah. with uh let's see an eight we got area 88 digimon the movie loop on the third secret of mamo roller games uh sweet home and the first season of teenage mutant ninja turtles mm-hmm. um see this is about half and half on this list for me because like i'd probably want i'd watch this over area 88 but I'd also, but I want to watch Lupin the Third more than I would want to watch. Uh, but Secret of Mama specifically. True. Yeah. I don't like Secret of Mama personally. Um, I think Area Eighty Eight and Digimon are the most comparable to me. But everything yeah. that uh, I'd rather watch Awaito. Yeah. Well, Digimon yeah, mostly because it's got ska. Um, which also just to put it a floor. To go over what we have in nine, uh, Fern Gully, Flash Gordon, Mega Man Season One, Phenomena, uh, the OVA for Sonic, uh, Pirates of Darkwater, Soul Brain, Tron, and East Two. I do feel like I'd rather watch Oedo over all of those. Um, so I think probably eight is our floor. Um, uh, if we go to seven, that's American Gladiators, uh, Fantasy Kaleidoscope, Mortal Kombat, Nick Arcade, Running Man, and East. This one, is, I think, is a little bit harder. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of those, I feel... Um, if I were to put a direct comparison, I think East is. Uh, but stuff like the, the Running Man in American Gladiators, I feel like I'd, oh, that's getting close to where I'd rather watch mm-hmm. other stuff over at Oedo. Yeah, because it's like, especially yeah. like the early episodes of uh, Fantasy Kaleidoscope, I'd watch those over uh, over 0808 way faster. It, 
Yeah, but you're also talking about the whole package. True. Mm-hmm. I will say the the first episode is definitely the strongest showing, and the second is the weakest. So, like, I can understand also that. Mm-hmm. But also, as I said, like, I I personally just forever have a soft spot for this sort of thing, so I'm a little bit biased. Um, because I think seven or eight's pretty much the perfect average between, like, it's where I put it. Uh, if I took a look at six, stuff at six, uh, that's Labyrinth, Mappy, Space Cobra. Hunt for October, I would put space, or I would put this under Space Cobra in a heartbeat. Uh, that's me. Uh, same with Mappy. And I do kind of feel Labyrinth and Red, Hunt for Red October, although uh, I have personal feelings about those films. Uh, I <laughs> still feel like I think they are a better put together package. You know, in a way to. Benton looks a lot like uh, Bowie. In uh, he yeah. doesn't have the package, though. Does not. You know what? I think that's for the best, because it means he also doesn't need to stuff it with potpourri because of the stink. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say, I just thought about it, I do appreciate that at no point in the uh, anime do they take uh, Benton's uh, looks and make them an object of derision or scorn. Like, the character no. themselves and their aesthetic isn't there to be made fun of or to disparage. It is who they are, and everybody around them is just like, yeah, no, that's who you are. I mean, even the sex workers like, ah, you look cute. You want to you wanna do it? He's like, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I think... I'm thinking... Whoop! I don't know what happened there. The street, I think. Oh, what was that? I'm uh, familiar with the whoop rank. I said spoop is certainly a good thing to think. Yes. Uh, yeah. I love being able to drag and drop in Google Drive in cheats because it it I it's such a useful thing that I n- never would use. Um, I'm thinking seven is probably a good spot for this. Mm-hmm. Um, which puts it right at the uh, top of the good kind of the perfect place for this because I think this probably of the kind of of it's kind of ilk of that, that Wicked City Demon City Shinjuku this definitely I think is the best god damn it stop doing that stop breaking things uh, of those trashy ones yeah I would definitely say it is the best of the yeah. bunch yeah I'm I'm thinking seven Eat trash yeah. no, I, I'm oh, not going to fight this one alright then I am going to put it at seven um, I put the photosensitivity. There is some gore, but it's not like really. Oh, actually, I take that back because I'm thinking of the vampire. There's definitely gore. Yeah, no, there's gore. It literally like... turns into a cloud of teleporting gore. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So and I'll there's put... the opening of the cyber um, soldier where a dude literally gets blasted with a psychonetic wave and everything. Then there was the the airlock, and the guy gets sucked out into like a fine red mist. Yeah, yep. so I meant by a teleporting cloud of gore. Yeah. Also, there's that whole desiccated corpse. Uh, yeah, let's cyber lich. Yeah, yeah, it's go okay. Gore plus. Post sensitivity warning. Definitely put that in. Uh, actually, I think because I think I technically have it. Actually, I think I put it in here just for because I was thinking of this when I was doing it. Content tags, do, or did I? Um, excessive profanity, yes. Uh, extremely. 
It's like there. You even have to take a breath because the the word fuck was a breath to them. Yep. No, I think they said shit a bit more, but I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure. It, it's a pretty even. It's even, it, it's a lot. It reminds me a lot of my experience playing Necromunda Hired Gun, which also has a British voice actor who just constantly is swearing. Also, just realized this is the technically the second thing we have attributed with this content label, <laughs> even though I think there might be other things that might have it. Um, because the other one we put it on was Die Hard, which what am I doing? Wait, why did I not put that under the gems? Yeah, that's what I was saying. You put it under the gems. That is retroactively fixed. Um, yep. Would you put it under Robocop? Ah, uh, specifically I would. Character? Sure. I would do it for Red Foreman. <laughs> Just leave. God, that's such a. Mm, I can't wait for a January where we fix my issue. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes. Uh, is there anything we want to call out in music? Charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art. I did yes. like the opening theme. It was it was a bit of a bomb. Yeah. Specifically the Japanese one. Yeah. Because uh, for so, some reason they felt the need to put in like a weird uh, rock opening that's kind of bland for the mm-hmm. English release. I'd also want to call Charm as being like your mileage may vary. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say you could also put that under the writing too. Specifically because of the weird translation work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cinematography was there. Uh, the fighting scenes aren't are they're not bad, but also I don't think they're really anything stand out. No. They're kind of like the Golgo Thirteen scenes, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was some good energy, but nothing like, you know, super amazing. It was a show that looked fine in motion, and that's kind of the big thing, is it didn't mm-hmm. look terrible. <laughs> Which, some of these things can look pretty bad, but this one, yeah. But it's it's nothing to really write home about either. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, yay or nay? Oh, actually, we did say the R was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the... Um visual design of the world and everything is pretty good. Um, the buildings, especially some of the shots where you see like the Oedo skyline and everything, it's like, yeah, that's a really neat cyberpunk dystopia you got there. Yeah, there was also like the flooded ruins of like older Tokyo that they even talked about. Mm-hmm. It had an aesthetic that it did well and it stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything want to call on for you or nay? Mm. Not that I can think of. Nah. I got nothing. All right. I think we're just going to blank then. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's really anything specific. Uh, it's a decent, but like it's not super long. Um, you could argue needless bad cheesiness. Yeah, to be fair, I would also say simply fun, but yeah. Yeah. It's cheesy fun, but, you know, that's how things go. Yeah. All right. I think it's probably good for that then. Uh, so that is Cyber City 80808, which is really fun to say. Uh, it's at seven. It's a good. Um, it's a good. It's good. It's a good. Uh, all right. Uh, so before we go, uh, X, or anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. 
And also, please support your local a- ASPCA. Adopt, don't shop. All right. Uh, Carnival. Your local uh, mutual aid fund and bail fund. All right, Risen. Um, support your local unions, and uh, Torpo will explain what I may be doing later this evening. Well, that's going to be in the past. <laughs> Oh, true. It'd be two weeks. Two weeks in the past. <laughs> you can go watch that YouTube. You're gonna make a lot of people very disappointed. Yeah, I'm good at that. All right, uh, Tarple, tell us about your streams and personal stuff. I mean, twitch.tv slash typist and at typist on Twitter. And I would also like to plug the hole in my window in my giant tower because it is rapidly venting atmosphere, and I'm worried I'm going to die. Uh, I see. That's a big problem. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right. So next up, uh, we have something that technically is it's Mongu K. So, I mean, it's there. Uh, it's mm-hmm. part of this kind of thing. Um, but it's a little bit more um, laid back than this. It's actually um, one thing that uh, I will actually say because about Cyber City 808, uh, which uh, technically also is one of the reasons why we're doing it now instead of I'm hoping in the future this gets fixed. Uh, there is a PC Engine CD game that is based on Cyber City 808 that I would love to play if it gets translated. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Uh, this the next thing we did. However, we did actually do a game based off of it. Uh, and that is Appleseed, uh, which is something that I am particularly interested in because it is one of the Mazamune Shiro uh, kind of productions that isn't Ghost in the Shell that I don't think gets the amount of love that it deserves. Because uh, mm-hmm. I really like Appleseed. Um, and this is the first animated adaptation of Appleseed. Also the mm-hmm. only like traditional anime one because the rest go to 3D for some reason. It's definitely mm-hmm. a different take on transhumanism than uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So that'll be it next time. So I hope you can tune in for that one. And I hope you have a good whatever time it is when you're watching. <laughs> Later. Later. If you would like to see the list in which we have ranked every single thing we've done for Media Delta, you can go to r3.ldp.life in your browser. If you'd like to watch the sister show that determines what could show up on Media Delta, that's Retro Rank Rhapsody. You can watch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lolitapuzzle or on YouTube at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to discuss this episode with others, please join our Discord server by going to discord.ldp.life in your browser, which should give you a link. Thank you again for listening.